Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night, and welcome to another wonderful Entertainment Plus. Ron, how are you this morning? I am very good this night. (laughs) (laughs) We have a very interesting show because there were some really big moves happening this week in the industry. We have Disney Marvel and their huge delays. We've got uh, the film permit office from LA saying that there are no scripted shows. The craziest, I mean, I think that that's where we're going to start today. Um, the Golden Globes have been sold to a private company. Mm-hmm. Ron, what does that even mean? Okay, so the biggest meaning of it is that uh, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, also known as the HFPA, is no longer. The 90 or so members from uh, around the world who you know, were the voters of the Golden Globe have basically sold the rights to a private company. Actually, it's the company that produced the Golden Globes, the Dick Clark Productions. And basically, uh, as of this year, uh, the Golden Globes uh, are going to be a private entity and uh, the voters will be decided upon by that new company. So this is not completely uh, out of the realm of what we know, you know, uh, a very uh, big award show, the People's Choice Awards is run the same way because People Magazine is a private entity and uh, they get to decide who votes and uh, who wins for their awards and that's aired on TV and uh, nobody cares. So, uh, But the People's Choice Award, you know, that's that's something... It's the People's Choice Award. Uh, that You take it as, as what it is. It, you think it's the People's Choice Awards, but it's people as in people... Magazine. No, I know. I know that it's People Magazine. The People Magazine is more of a magazine that's directed to the people. It has a very vast reach. It has a very big range. It's not written in a way that's that's directed to professionals or industry people. It's, it's directed to everybody. And with that, like the MTV Awards, you know, you take them as they are. This, this is a private entity that creates an awards that wants money off of you know, the news of what's happening in the industry. So they're celebrating the industry. The Golden Globes was an industry event. You know, it's it's the road to the Oscars. It has so much meaning. And, and now that this event is in private companies' hands, there's more manipulation that can happen to the ceremony. There is more manipulation that can happen to how we perceive the information. And that also affects how we react to the Oscars. And the Oscars are not a private company. It's an industry event. So what do you think is going to change? in that respect? So first of all, they're going to do a a wider reach of uh, people voting. Already last year, um, under the stewardship of that private company, they added about 300 more voters. So from 90 people, it's now 300 people that vote. So, and there was a difference because there was still 90 members, but 300 voters. A bit confusing that not only the members got to vote, but that was because... As you remember, this whole ordeal started uh, when about uh, oh, it's almost three years ago, time flies, uh, yeah. the industry or the LA Times to start with uh, came up with an article saying that the, the HFPA does not have any African-American members. Now, mind this you, rolls back, this go- rolls back to the whole um, Oscar so white and then like the yeah. whole industry kind of checked itself and the LA Times kind of brought it to the attention of the world that the Foreign Press Association has zero black members. Now, mind you, the Hollywood Foreign Press Association was an organization of international journalists 
who are based in Los Angeles or Hollywood for that matter. I do not know any Hollywood foreign press journalists from Zimbabwe, from Gabon, from I don't know, Zambia, um, Rhodesia, um, I don't know, wherever you want. You, you have, we had South African, we had Tunisian, we had Moroccan, but, you know, so there, technically the, there were no African-Americans there because no African countries have had any representative in Hollywood because those are poor countries where Hollywood doesn't really interest them so much or that they, you know, can't afford to have a person in Hollywood do so. The LA Times judged the HFPA as if they were an American organization that didn't let any African Americans in. That was never the case. If there would have been people from those countries, the HFPA would have let them in. Uh, and there were some, uh, uh, you know, black people who were part of the HFPA, but that wasn't good enough for the LA Times. They meant African-American. They treated the Golden Globes as if they were the Oscars, but it's a completely different organization because the AMPAS, the Academy for Motion Picture Arts and Sciences, that is an American organization that also lets foreign people in from, you know, the people who were nominated for the foreign language film. But this is completely different from the HFPA. But the LA Times told the story as if it were, the HFPA were an American organization that didn't let any African-American in. And as you can t can imagine, this was a huge explosion, a bomb. Obviously, obviously, especially at the time. In, in the industry, everybody, all the big uh, PR firms cut ties to the HFPA, even though they knew the truth. But, you know, the hearsay of like... It's all optics. We cut the ties with the HFPA because they don't have any African-American. Uh, NBC decided not to air the Golden Globes and uh, th that organization, you know, fell into shutters. And then Dick Clark Production and the company behind it decided to kind of take over uh, and see how they can save the Golden Globes. Yeah. And then they came up with this genius idea to dissolve the HFPA and take over the awards as a private entity. Mind you, because all the members, the 90 members of the HFPA have kind of like a stake in their organization, as a result, now that it became a private entity, they were all offered a job, mm -hmm. a paying job at, at the Golden Globe. That's not a bad thing. I know, that's, but that's it's, awesome. it's kind of ridiculous because most of those people have never worked at a company. You know, they work as journalists, as freelance journalists, most of them, yeah. or staff journalists. And the ones who the organization, the new organization would not accept as uh, as employees, maybe because they're old, maybe because they didn't want to, maybe they didn't have the, the characteristic that this the new company needed, they are getting severances as if they have been fired from that company. That's pretty awesome. That's great for them. They've been yes. part of this for years. So there's no reason for them not to get compensation for what they've built. It's as if it right. was a startup and they've created something yeah. and someone bought them. That's kind of cool. My question would be this. So yeah. I get the fact that these are international people and they, how are they chosen? So you know, a, British um, pe a, per a British person can be black 
so you're saying that technically there were black people, but they're claiming that there weren't any African-Americans. Correct. That's the definition that the LA Times did to create the chaos. Yes. Interesting. How are they chosen? How's, how is someone chosen to be part of the foreign press? So in the past, before all of this started, it was a sponsorship. So two members of the organization had to sponsor a new uh, member and they would kind of usher him in. And there was a lot of controversy. I can tell you for myself that when I tried to get into the HFPA, I was blocked by uh, the person who uh, was from Israel and uh, did not want a second journalist from Israel coming into the organization. And they could do that. Well, the French person did that too, and the English. So um, later on, they said that there have to be more than one from each country. So people were let in. But again, they had to cut deals with the the people from that country so that they won't go after their outlets, you know, because they're all freelancers. So basically, uh, and, and the HFPA... Um, had, because they were so lucrative to the industry, the industry gave them exclusive press conferences with the talent on the days that they uh, did the press junkets. So they had, so the problem was that if you had five people from France, the five people from France had the same press conference. Uh, Yes, you could have asked some questions, but those questions... uh, would have been heard by the other ones. And plus, uh, there was a, a, a company that did um, um, the transcription of this uh, press conference. And, uh, you know, everybody got the same thing, basically. I remember that uh, when I was a young journalist still in Israel and working for Marib newspaper, Judy Solomon, who is that person who also blocked me, her job of write she didn't write in Hebrew because she she barely speaks Hebrew. She came to to LA in the fifties or something like that. Uh, so she used to fax. <laughs> sorry that I'm dating myself. <laughs> she used to fax the transcription of the press conference to Mariv, and then someone would translate it and print it as if it oh, is her article. Funny. That is funny. So basically, the Foreign Press Association is corrupt and was corrupt all the time. So maybe it's good that they're dissolved. Maybe you know, at the end of the day, this is actually a good thing. Well, yes and no. It's a staple of Hollywood that started, you know, shortly after the Second World War in Los Angeles and grew and grew and grew uh, over the years. Uh, and now it's gone. It's uh, It's just so sad. You know, like everything that has been part of uh, the landscape, good or bad. Yeah. One day, it's just poof. But the world has to change. The world has to evolve. There's nothing like, it's evolve or die. So from what I'm hearing, maybe it's not the biggest loss to the world, what we're seeing. Um, From what I understand, they're saying that the nominees would also be able to vote for who's winning in the Golden Globes, which kind of is cool. Because that makes whoever is in the room part of what's going and what's happening. And I think it's also quite awesome that the peers are voting for each other. Because then maybe it eliminates this uh, terrible effect of what happens later, like in the Oscars. uh, When Jamie Lee Curtis wins over Angela Bassett and you're seeing a backlash of people saying, and, and also you see it in the show, 
when you see the faces that they're making and the whole body language that tells you that something went wrong for them as they as they perceive it. And and this is an award, you know, someone wins. There's someone like people vote, but if people vote for each other, if everybody in the room votes for each other, there is more, you know, there's more love because you're already sharing something. You're already saying, oh, I want to give this person uh, the the win. I want I want this person to succeed. But um, there still is manipulation because you know the studios from very early on in the season, and we're talking about August or September when the Oscars is the next year in February or March, have uh, awards department who push the movies that they that every studio wants to have uh, as a nominee. Um, as we go uh, further and further in the season, we have nominations and winners of different award shows. This list smaller and smaller. And the Golden Globes was one of the staple moments. Yes. Whatever happens in the Golden Globes kind of sets the tone to what's going to happen in the Oscars. Exactly. So the question to be asked, do the people in the... Um, and at the Oscars, the Ampass, Academy for Motion Pictures, Sci- Arts and Sciences... Um, maybe they will not take as much attention to what happens at the Golden Globes because they under- they will understand how uh, the voting is perceived. And maybe an award show like the Critics' Choice Awards, which I'm a voter of uh, for the past 20 years, will take more center stage. Or, uh, you know, other shows like the SAG Awards or the Writers Guild Awards or the Directors Guild Awards, which anyway have been more important because, again, the branches of the academy are the same people who are also voting for SAG, writers, directors, yeah. etc. Even those are, are being, you know, you get the publicity machine that is behind it is millions. It's basically always has been a pissing contest between the different studios who gets to bring the golden guy home. And when you go to the studios in LA, um, you know, and you go to the president or CEO's office, there's a big closet cabinet and you have all the Oscars inside and you get to count how many Oscars each studio has won. It's impressive. More than that, it's nothing. It's, it, it doesn't mean anything. The day after you win it, it it's means a statue dipped in real gold that has your name on it that says to the world, that you were chosen to be at some point not the best at, but to be groundbreaking, to be so important at one moment of time that you changed people's lives. You've changed the way people do things. Part of what we do in the show is a show appreciation to these people. Not that anymore when, for instance... uh, African-American groups are always like pissed off that African-Americans are not wa- not winning. Okay. But that's okay. They can, they, they can be mad. It's a, it, they are allowed to be mad. Like, you know, but other people are mad as well. It's okay. Like people are allowed to have I've never heard any white person saying we did, I'm mad that a black person won and I didn't win or an Hispanic or an Asian person. Oh yeah. No, we hear that all the time. We actually hear white people say that, why did this be, these people actually are part of it? We heard people say that they should have their own award Not ceremonies. in this industry. Uh, they do have their own award ceremonies. That's fine. That's totally fine. It should be equal to everybody. And, and, and mind you, be mad. in the in those uh, um, BET awards or um, there's all kinds of awards like that, um, not a single, not a single white person gets an award there. 
there are many black people who criticize the black community for this bias saying you're okay with changing white characters into black characters with no logic logical reason because obviously when you change a character if it means nothing to the show or to the story to the premise change the color colorblind casting is important i think it's super important i am as an actor i've been told at a certain time that i am too white to be in hamilton but i'm too dark to be in anything else that is ridiculous i am i'm 10 that's my color like my regular color is the color people get when they're in the sun i'm olive skin if you want to be kind of you know annoying about the fact but well, the fact is that speaking, you have african technically speaking and yet i was too white for hamilton at the beginning so colorblind casting is an important evolution of casting and the way we tell stories but to a point and yes, there is a lot of criticism within the black community that I see on TikTok and on social media a lot of that says, you say that it's okay to change a white character into a black character, but it's not, it, you'll never see any of these uh, phenomenal characters, black characters that have been written. And you'll never see, you know, you'll never see a white Porgy and Bess. It's just not going to happen. You're not going to be, you're not going to see a, a white cast of the Scottsboro Boys. It's not going to happen. It, it's, it's but just the thing is that you see it the other way around. Right. You like, do see it the other way around. Uh, and you see... The mermaid uh, who was uh, black now. And uh, okay. I mean, we don't... Why not have a Pogi and Best that is white, you know? No, I, I agree. No. I first of all agree completely. I agree that if we're doing colorblind casting, it should be in every direction and it should be complete for everybody. I believe that colorblind casting should be in effect until the premise of the show or the story says otherwise. Snow White, why did they cast a person of color for Snow White? Like, good for her. I'm happy for her. I, I don't want to take from her anything. But her skin was white as snow. It's in, it's in the wording. I, I've seen a lot of, uh, a lot of this about um, how to train your dragon because they cast a black girl for the part of Astrid, who's a Viking. You know, these kind of things are real. Little Mermaid? Ariel? Like, yeah, I obviously, I grew up and till today, I am fixated on white girls with red head because of her. <laughs> I've been manipulated to think that way. But when I look at Halle Bailey, I like that. Okay, Ariel can be black. There's no reason for her not to be black. Who cares what her skin color is? She's a mermaid. Like, I don't care. Tinkerbell, kind of annoying. You know, everybody's we're used to seeing her in a specific way, and then you're taking her. That's kind of weird, but again, doesn't change the story. Doesn't affect anything. It means nothing. So why not? Porgy and Bess, yeah, you cannot well, tell that story the, with white the people. They do it on purpose. You know, it's of course like, they're it's, doing it on purpose. Disney, Disney and, is doing a disgusting thing a with certain, it. A certain part of the population that is extremely vocal about those types. Of, of What's casting. the difference from that and the MAGA controlling the government right now and holding the government hostage here? And I don't want to go into politics. I'm just saying, what's the difference? The, the, the extremists are always the ones that we hear and the extremists are always the ones that we take care of for some reason. Look at Target and all the pride allies. All of them are allies until someone yells. What, the second someone posts something on, on, on social media, they immediately started taking down or putting aside all their pride merchandise? Why? Because they're fulfilling the needs of, of the small group that makes a lot of noise. And same here. Same here. 
and 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 well, but you know that the academy has changed its rules and i think as of this year um if you do not have a certain percentage of this ethnicity and that ethnicity and sexual orientation and all that kind of stuff Good. um and people have to actually proclaim that that's the thing like okay do we have that many gay people lesbian people you know I'm all sure that we do people have to, people there always will be because it's the entertainment industry but uh, i'm saying people have to come out and say i'm so gay you're saying that closeted people are not able to participate but that is you know that part of the pain and the deep price and it's nothing compared to the rest of the price they're paying for being closeted this is just an add-on this is just like sprinkles on top of everything else that they're carrying on them when being closeted so you know what yeah okay i get what you're saying but that's part of the price but they should have a percentage for everybody if you look at the world and you say okay i have 80 70 percent white people then i've got like what a 12% black people. I'm not sure. I'm, my numbers are not correct. I'm just throwing numbers out there. Please don't don't kill me over this. Don't cancel me for being wrong in numbers. You've got, what, 1% or, or 0.5% Jews all over the world. Uh, you've got, I don't know. Any, I don't know how many. Yeah, yes, you, not, need, you need... They did not add religion into it because why? Okay, because good. Don't have religion. It's, it's a good thing that there's no religion in it. I'm fine with that. But if you say that the world is, is separated into white, blacks, whatever colors you want to give other people and whatever names you want to give other people. And then you say, okay, so now I need to make sure that I have a percentage that comes out of how percentage I have of them. I don't have the mathematical you know, terms to, 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 to explain it. In America, in the United States, there's only 13% or 15%, 13 to 15% of African-Americans. So within but that, you if they say... only put... 15% of African American in those movies in those roles but 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 it's because there're more there's more Hispanics and there are more Asians than but there that's are fine. but that means but that means that there would be more percentage of opportunity for Asians Hispanic but if we look at the movies that are out if that ethnicity exists in those movies then it will be counted into that percentage. If they're, they, they're not there yet, the percentage is going to go somewhere else. At the end of the day, you will look at all the nominees and you will say, okay, now when I need to choose the people that I'm actually pushing through, you're saying, okay, I do have an Asian movie. So now I need to take that percentage of Asians and put them into the, the, the big numbers. But if I don't have any Asian people at all, then no. And if there's only, you know, one Asian person that's, that, that's, that has been in a movie throughout that year, then they absolutely will be nominated because that percentage will cover the one, two, three or people. And yes, I, I think that's correct. And I think that when we find out that there's a new group of people, when the world updates itself and evolves and we have now a new term for new people, yeah, that percentage needs to grow. And if there is a non-binary person who is in and, you know, is a director or does something and they're nominated, they're definitely going to get the nomination. That makes sense to me because they're the only person or two, three people out of a small community and that percentage needs to go to them. Even if they're not the best? What do you mean if they're not the best? If Because they, if, we, we just said that being nominated for an award means that you're the best in that category. So what if, you're saying, we you have to put another filter before you you decide who's the best. The filter of you know what color of skin you have, but yeah, what I need to choose preferences the best. you have. 
I need to choose the best out of the community. I need to choose the best out of the community. Now, if a movie is so successful that it has the reach to get into my, you know, into my nomination page, then that already puts everybody who involves in this movie as it is. Jamie Lee Curtis is not the best actress in everything, everywhere, all at once. Definitely not. Her Asian counterparts, all of them are better. Well, that movie shouldn't have, this movie was voted because it was an Asian American movie. And everybody said, oh yeah, let's give the Asian movie. Because I think- Great example then. You know, I thought that Steven Spielberg's movie was by far better than this one. It, it, it showed a personal story of someone that we grew up and love and we know that he's one of the best directors in the world and he told his personal story. I love that. Absolutely. There's no doubt. How many Oscars does he have? Countless. He is the only director to have been to have been nominated in six different decades. So this is a person that a there's actor. no doubt. He is a great director. He deserves every one of those. He deserves, absolutely. I love Spielberg. He is to blame that I chased this dream on many levels, but he but is you understand so that acclaimed. But like Spielberg, like uh, Scorsese, like Coppola, Scorsese is not getting an Oscar ever. They hate him. He's never. Never mind. I'm, I'm just saying, Tarantino. <laughs> you know, all those people will never even get to be nominated anymore because they're white. Do they need to be nominated at this point? Unless they create, honestly, unless they create something so... But it's not... No, no, no. But Neil, what you don't understand, it's not a competition here of who has how many Oscars. If you do a phenomenal movie, you should be nominated and you should win. No matter if you have 15 other awards already in your home. The competition is not only who's best. The competition is who has changed, who has affected the industry. This is not... The Oscars are not only a beautiful thing of who is the best. That's a, that's a wrong perspective and they constantly also remind us this and we are looking at people who changed the industry that changed storytelling people that in this point of time have made something done something so important that affected other people within the industry and Spielberg with all due respect and love for him and the movie is phenomenal I agree but it's another movie from Spielberg it does not change storytelling it does not it's not they did not invent a new technology to tell the story they did not manipulate a script or edit it in a special way that changes the way we tell stories they just told another story that is really great okay awesome Stephen King tells hundreds of stories in books system is saying is that it's going to be somebody who is phenomenal but non-binary black asian or hispanic it's a percentage but how many there's still gonna be in in a category of 10 there's still gonna be seven white people but it's never one, like that anymore. maybe one black it's person never maybe. Like that anymore. If, if if in a category of 10 seven will be white all hell will break loose could be but if you know what? No, it has already. But that's the way we're giving more people the chance of becoming these legends. But when Spielberg, you know, grew up, part of creating the industry, George Lucas was part of creating the industry. These people did not have to, you know, fight their way to the top in a way. They created the top. They were fighting and battling themselves. Um, Stallone says it the best. He says, you build a mountain, you climb it, and then when you get to the top, you don't enjoy being on the top. You look for the higher mountain. You build another mountain. And that's what these people did. Nowadays, it's very hard to do that, to break through, to become the next Spielberg you need to be recognized. And the only way to be recognized is the people on top are going to slide to the side. That's, 
the only way for you no the only way to be recognized is to be of a certain ethnicity or sexual orientation so that somebody will open the door to you right now yes because we're changing we're evolving but in five to ten years I promise you that there's going to be a podcast with non-binary, black, whatever terms, new terms will be in 10 years. And they're going to complain of the same exact thing. The world is changing and it needs to change in a way, but it cannot change if the top stays the same. It was Neil Simon said that when you reach the top, a a comedian, a a storyteller, a screenplay, a writer, a phenomenal person who at the time said that when you get to the top, your job is to send the elevator back down. That's your job. Not to stick around and hold a door like they did to you with the Foreign Press Association when they were blocking you, literally blocking you from getting in. No, your job once you're in is to open the door for others. But I was smart. So they were blocking me in one organization. So I went in another organization that did not have any foreign people, the Critics' Choice Organization. I broke the glass ceiling and now opened the door for 100 other journalists who did not have a home in Hollywood to to go in there. Good. So you created a door. I did. Good job. How would the directors of Everything Everywhere All at Once, how could they have broken the door? Which they did. They literally, they created a movie that was so groundbreaking, that was so phenomenal that people have had to watch it three times because many people said, oh, I stopped in the middle of the first time. I couldn't watch it. I didn't understand what's going on. But people were drawn to go back to that movie to actually watch it till the end, maybe watching it again, just to grasp the storytelling and the, you know, the intricate of this movie. And that's the reason it won. You know what? Because for a moment, everyone at Hollywood went like, huh? Your head, their head tilted like dogs. They were like, wait, what happened? Yeah, because someone told the story in a new way. And that person, it doesn't matter how you look at it. They maybe weren't the best, but whoever made our heads tilt and said, what happened? What just happened? They need to win because that's the point and, of the award. And, and, and uh, in the new system, they probably won't win because they were what? Here, it's going to be different. The, the Oscars? Oscars Why? Yeah. In what way is the, are the Oscars because changing? They're, because now they're adding in all these uh, new uh, categories, as I oh, told okay, you. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because of it. But the directors of Everything Everywhere Else, once they're, they're gay, and one of them is Asian. They would have. They would be in anyways. Okay. They would be in anyways. That's, wanna... that's the point. No, that's. But no, it doesn't work that way. If you're a couple of directors and and one hits the category, the other person gets in anyway. Because you have ten nominees, but technically you have fifteen nominees. Because every person in the category this year was a couple, almost. Like I'm exaggerating, obviously. But but there were so many people working together. It's you're not, you know, it's like saying, oh, <laughs> we don't have enough statues for the whole production. Just get the director on stage at the end. It doesn't work that way. Everybody gets it when the movie gets it. Same way it goes to that way. So I think. What I do you mean everybody? Not everybody. Just one person gets the it. The producer. Like one producer. Oh, or two, whatever producers, but not the whole cast. No, not the whole cast, but all the producers and the executives yeah, get it. Yeah, just the executives. The executives. But yeah. a movie can have five executives and then five people get a reward for no reason they right. did nothing most of the time not gonna get it well and most um, of the time they bought the money together so that's the that's most true. important thing that is the that most important thing they get they get a golden statue for collecting a lot of money from people i think it's i think it makes sense all the end and you know at the end of the day i i still think that uh, 
uh, what is happening now at all those award shows should be that uh, the the name of the category best movie should be changed to best campaign because <laughs> it's whoever had the best campaign and convinced the people to vote for them. Kind of, sort of, but everything is about that. And this is something that we're going to see that's going to be very interesting this year because this year the road to Golden Globes obviously right now is changed with this news. Uh, but the road to the Oscars has changed very much because there is a good chance that there's not going to be any junkets or not going to be any green room. There's not going to be any any promotion or any sale because once the, the actors are off the table, these movies are going to be dead in the water because there's not going to be any promotional nothing. So it's soon to be seen <laughs> how the next Oscars are going to be and who is going to promote who and what movies are going to cho- be chosen. It, at the uh, end... I think if they will do it on Zoom, maybe they it will be like you know if it's a one on one on zoom i don't see I don't like know. they, I don't they know. will they will find ways to do it they have to, no they have way. to there, there's no reason not to put actors but the thing is is that they it's not that there's no technology or not a way to do it it's the fact that the our actors are not going to be allowed to do it promoting a project is strictly forbidden under the strike rules and and SAG okay. and the WGA already put it out there, but SAG specifically said when they talked about it, they said there is no promoting of any type during if the strike goes on. So there is no promotional anything. There aren't no junkets for the Oscars. There aren't no promotional pushes if that happens. If if SAG actually goes on strike, the Oscars are not getting any promotions. So then you're gonna look at the. Oh, no. I mean, they they can still do promotions and like campaigns and trailers and that. But they not- can do. But digitally, yeah, yeah but not correct. actual, not interviews. Correct, correct. That's a that's yes. a really important correction. They can they can edit parts of the movie. They can send out videos of recording from before. And there's also parts of the EPK, you know, with the yeah. what, that the actors already uh, recorded while they were filming the movie, so they can use. Do you that. want to just quickly explain what an EPK for for listeners who don't know the terms? EPK is electronic press kit, and basically, a press kit was a kit that you got like in a binder with information about the movie printed all times. Uh, And then uh, we started doing the EPK, which is the electronic press kit, which was clips from the movie and uh, interviews uh, behind the scenes and behind the scenes footage that you got on a beta tape. (laughs) (laughs) And then CDs. It was CDs at some point. And then you got uh, a SD card. Again, evolution as, as, as it should be. There's no reason not to do that. Although I do miss going to premieres or like, you know, uh, screenings for journalists and getting that little binder with the sticker of the show. Like, I, it's cool. But you got the EPK. You've got promotional that you can create from the movie itself. You can cut more stuff. You can try a different way, but it's going to change the way they sell themselves to the Oscars. They, they say they, they show themselves and that's going to be very interesting. I actually think that this is very- to be a, a by far more fair a way of of doing things because Agreed. you won't have any distractions of like uh, interviews and stuff like that and who you has will more only money? concentrate on the movie itself and what it does to you exactly Exactly. And we'll return to where it needs to be, where it, who are the people that are evolving and changing the industry. Actors as well. The people who win should be people who, you know, at that point of time have touched us in a way. And, and I think they're getting better. I feel like, like I feel like the problematic categories are not those. Although in those, there's the most egos. Before we go, because we've been 
rambling about the subject for a long time, which is super interesting. There is one thing before that I wanted to, to connect to that as well, actually. I don't know if this is true, but there's a rumor now that HBO Max actually changed the name from HBO Max to Max, or didn't change the name, changed the company, because Max is a streamer only, and HBO Max was a production company. And therefore, Max does not have to pay the same residuals uh, for productions from before. They can just take them and use them as a streamer under the streamer contract and not as a production company. If this is true, it means that the change from HBO Max to Max is completely a disgusting executive move to cut no, but the people who company, create it's shows. the same company. It's the same company. It's uh, Warner Discovery that is but producing they, all the shows. They've merged. They merged. They aired on Max, so the people will get paid. It's not that they're not going to get paid. But they're not going to get paid the same way. Before, they would have gotten paid under their contract with the production companies. Now yeah. they're getting Which paid they will as still if do. a streamer is getting paid, not but under the old they will contract. Still get, they will still get paid for the production company because there still is a production company involved. But it, right? but it doesn't and, exist anymore. And, HBO, Max, HBO Max is not... I don't think that, that the they've moved right. so into it, a new into a new company, quote unquote. I understand, but the, anything that was produced by HBO Max is now produced by Warner Brothers. It's the same thing. It's the same company. It's the same parent company, but underneath, yeah. in paperwork, it's not, and it creates this. And again, I I don't know that this is true. This is just something that started as a rumor, and I'm gonna I'm kind of following to see to sniff to see if it's true or not, or if it's just like people trying to be mad at a company for no reason, like you're saying, and it might as well be that there's no nothing behind it but if what they're saying is true they're going underneath what you're saying they're saying that in the contract level yes it is the same company blah 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 but on the numbers and in companies and in bank accounts they've shifted in such a way that lets them not work in the old contract but under a new contract of a streamer don't know if this is true could be nothing uh, but it's mm -hmm. just interesting to hear all the crazy that's happening. I don't know. We'll see where the industry goes. We'll see what happens. In any way, Ron, thank you so much for your time. I know that you have you. a day before you and uh, we will continue this conversation on the next one. But before we go, we wanted to thank you, the audience, for being with us, for following us, for listening. And if you want to be part of the conversation, feel free to email us at intplusshow at gmail.com or go to our website, entertainmentplus.show and leave us a comment through there. And you know, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Have a safe day.